This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here back with you for another podcast episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that you are doing great. I'm doing pretty great today. It is rainy. It's rainy and quite chilly, but I guess it's time. It's the end of October. Uh, at least on the day that I'm recording this, I think it will hit the airwaves in November. So I guess the cooler weather should be expected. So today I want to talk with you about a concept that I have developed. And, you know, this idea actually came to me recently, a little bit after my husband and I had a meeting with our financial planners. So we work with this company and we were doing a virtual session and they had all these charts and all these graphs and, you know, we're giving them all the information they need to look at our income, our liabilities, things like that, right? And they create this beautiful balance sheet for us. They give us all these projections and they tell us what we need to be doing in order to retire when we would like to retire. And it got me thinking about balance, right? Like part of the reason we may be sort of aggressive with deposits, savings, et cetera, is because we want to balance that out over time to have a different experience later. And so as I thought about this concept that I'm going to be talking about today, which is the husband balance sheet, I want to offer that lens that doing this work, doing this exercise that I'm going to share with you is really so that you have a better experience down the line. In every marriage, there are things about your spouse that are going to irritate you, that are going to annoy you, that are going to frustrate you, big and small, right? There are just the daily frustrations of the dishes or the laundry or who's going to watch the kids. And then there are those bigger disappointments of maybe feeling like your emotional needs are not being met or there's not enough safety when you talk to each other and you don't feel that you can be vulnerable and really be yourself. And whatever it is that you feel is not balanced or not in the positive direction in your marriage as it relates to your perception or experience of your husband, I really believe that this concept and this tool will be extraordinarily helpful for you in creating balance in your mind, which then will lead to 
more balance in your emotions, where you can be more calm and more grounded and more accepting and understanding of the things and the habits and the behaviors he may demonstrate that are not your favorite, (laughs) that are not your preference, or anything that you are a fan of. Okay, so let's dive in. And really, as I thought about this, there are three streams of creating your own husband balance sheet. So this is all in service of really being able to sort of zoom out and take a big picture perspective of him. Whenever I'm talking to women and they are very frustrated, it is usually because they have tunnel vision on all of the deficits, all of the things that are going wrong and all of the ways that their husband is not who they want him to be in the moment. And so zooming out just gives you sort of a bird's eye view of him where you can create a more accurate and balanced perspective. So the first way you can do this is you can list all the things about him. You can even start with the things that are not your favorite or the things that annoy you or the things that are really disappointments to you. Usually that's what you're thinking about anyway. So just go ahead, right? And dump all of that out, list all of the things. And again, this is in service of you feeling better and having a better, more positive perspective about him. And so for each of those areas where it feels like he's not showing up or demonstrating the qualities that you would ideally like him to, I want you to consider yourself on a mission to balance those things out, right? You can think about sort of like the scale or a seesaw where on one end, he may be inflexible, right? Let's just take that for an example. He might be inflexible and kind of rigid. And your goal is to find the positives of that, to find what can be advantageous about that quality. And in the case of someone that you may be married to who feels inflexible, on the flip side, people who are perceived by you (laughs) to be inflexible are also often quite predictable because the person who craves structure and routine is also someone who you can depend on, someone who is very structured in how they live their life. So you don't really have to second guess where they are, what they're doing, what they're going to think, how they're going to respond to certain things. And so there's safety and predictability sometimes, especially in marriage. Because I think for us as women, what we really, really enjoy is stability And so when you're married to someone who, again, you perceive as inflexible, if you search to balance that scale out, then you'll also find that they're quite predictable and they're quite dependable and that they follow through on the things that they actually commit to doing. 
other examples. You may have the perception that your husband is a little braggy, right? Maybe he's a little self-indulgent and talks about himself too much or pats himself on the back too much or, you know, is kind of a know-it-all. That's something that I hear sometimes. And yes, this can be frustrating to you. This can be annoying to you. But on the flip side, right, if your goal is to balance this out and to have a more stable and positive perception of him, you might also find that the person who is a little bit braggy in your mind is also quite ambitious, quite goal-oriented, quite growth-oriented. This is not someone who's going to be a couch potato, not thinking about advancing in his career or making himself better in some way, shape, or form. And so you can just dip into appreciating the fact that you have someone who has goals, who has ambition, and who wants to be his best in your eyes, of course, but also just in his life, right? If you're not convinced, I'll keep going with other examples. Um, let's say you have a husband who is not as emotionally responsive as you want him to be. He may not be as empathetic or compassionate, or maybe he's not very complimentary, right? He's not an encourager naturally where he's like, oh, baby, I'm so proud of you. You're doing such a great job. I appreciate you. And maybe you've been looking at that as a huge deficit and really wanting someone who is a little bit more emotionally responsive and emotionally expressive. In service of trying to balance that out, what I often find is that men who may not be as emotionally vocal are also quite laid back. They're not needy and it doesn't really take much to make them happy. And I'll say, I can remember decades ago, I was in a relationship with someone who was quite emotionally responsive and was quite, you know, complimentary. And I also found that he was quite sensitive and that just didn't work for me. I'm sensitive by nature. And so he would get easily offended and upset at things that I just felt like were no big deal at all. And so you know, I'm not saying that that is your husband one way or the other, but I'm just offering that there's two sides to every coin and that oftentimes the things that you loved and appreciated about your husband at the beginning when you guys were just getting to know each other really seemed like strengths. It might have been areas where you guys were different that you felt were complementary to each other. And now over time, they've become these liabilities where you're so frustrated with him, where you're so annoyed that he's so regimented in his schedule and can't weave in some things you might need him to do. And I'm just offering that in service of this balance sheet and in service of you being able to zoom out and see all that is still really great about him, even in light of these things you perceive as shortcomings, that you get to feel better about him and about your experience of him. Okay. So this first strategy that I'm sharing with you is to balance it out. Whatever list you've accumulated and compiled of his faults, of his shortcomings, Make it your goal to find the counterbalance to that. 
Now, the second thing I'll offer you in the effort to balance things out in your perspective is notice that when you look at that list of things that are not your preference and things that you don't love, notice where you might actually also have some of those same qualities or same behaviors. Often what happens is we are triggered by things in other people that either represent parts of ourselves that we don't really like or parts of ourselves that we are just unconscious to and don't even have the self-awareness about or parts of ourselves that we choose to dismiss and sort of try to sweep under the rug. I know for myself, there are times when I'll get quite frustrated when I feel like my husband is not being present with our children, right? He might be watching a show or scrolling on his phone. And I'll just say to myself, like, how can he just be there and not engage with them, right? Very judgy. And then I always am able to take a step back and realize that part of the reason this bothers me is because there are times when I'm not present with the kids, times when I'm on my phone or I have other things on my mind to be accomplishing, and I feel guilty about that because when I look at my best self, I am a present mother. And so when I see him not being present, it's actually triggering what I don't like about myself. But in the moment, if I don't catch it, what ends up happening is I want to blame him. I want to judge him. And I have taught myself through coaching, of course, to be onto myself there. And that's what I want to offer you as well. Like some of the things you might be triggered by or frustrated by about your husband investigate, like, where do I do the same thing? Where do I still have that same quality within myself? And the solution there is to just be compassionate about it all. Part of the the way I deal with my own mommy guilt is just being a compassionate friend to myself and just reminding myself, like, okay, Siobhan, you are an amazing mother. You offer so much to these children. It's okay if for 10 minutes you're doing something else. Don't beat yourself up about it. And the more that we develop our compassion muscle for ourselves, the better able we'll be to offer compassion to our husband and to balance out our judgment with loving understanding. So look for where you're being triggered by things about yourself or things that you don't want to believe about yourself, right? So you can go back through that list of the things that aren't your preference, that you don't love about your husband, and ask yourself, like, do I have this same thing somewhere that I'm just not looking? Be curious and look inward to see what might be going on with you, that this is such a big deal to you. The third strategy is really one that can work all the time when you're in the right mindset and when you're in the right headspace. So that is to decide to love unconditionally anyway and to forgive him for not being more like you. So a lot of the times we are aggravated or annoyed or disappointed 
to prefer people to think like we do, respond like we do, and behave like we do. And so when someone does something counter to that, it sort of violates our sense of how things should be and how a person should operate. We all have a manual that we operate under, and we sort of implicitly expect that other people will operate the same way. Well, I would never do that, or I would just expect that he would do this, right? I can't tell you how many times I hear statements like those. And so part of this process of releasing your husband from needing to be exactly the way you want him to be and really balancing out the reality of who he is, is just to consciously decide that he doesn't have to be you. He doesn't have to think about it the way you think about it. He doesn't have to do it the way you do it. And to just decide that that's okay to decide that you can still feel love. You can still be loving to him, even if he has a totally different way of viewing anything that you guys might not agree about. And there will be times where you will actually have to forgive him, right? If he is not able to offer you empathy, or if he's not able to anticipate the needs of the household and always be ready to lend a hand, or even if he's resistant to lending a hand with the kids or whatever you might be asking him to do, instead of remaining so frustrated that he's not doing it, you can choose to just forgive him. So I could for sure coach you to get to neutral about anything, but there are also times when you have an expectation that just really feels legitimate to you. You have an expectation that you don't want to give up because it's just a value that you hold near and dear to your heart, and that's okay, right? Maybe you really do believe that marriage should be a partnership and that both of you should be contributing at a level um, that feels fair, that feels comfortable, that feels equitable. And if your husband doesn't operate under the same belief system, you might just be left with forgiving him for that. Your work may not be to change your expectation. Your work may just be to forgive him for not seeing it the way you really, truly, deeply believe is the better way to see it and release him from needing to see it the way that you do. Okay. So that's what I have for you today. This was sort of a quick and dirty, just offering of how you can begin to shift your view of your husband. And this again is so important, not because he's right or not because what you want to see in him is wrong. This is all in service for you having the experience you want to have with him. So you are listening to this podcast because you want to love your marriage. You want to love being married to him. You want to be able to see things in a better way so that you can feel better, so that you can show up better. And this concept of the husband balance sheet is a wonderful resource and a wonderful tool for you to get a little bit of balance in your perspective, 
Right now, it's likely that it might be so tilted to the negative that you can't enjoy anything about him. You can't find any redeeming quality about him. And I just want to offer you that that's not actually true, that if you push your mind to balance out those perceived weaknesses with the strengths, if you stretch yourself to look inward at where some of the things you are triggered by are actually qualities that you might have, and if you enter into your highest self and decide to love him unconditionally and forgive him for not being all that you would want him to be, then you feel better. Everything I offer here is for you to be able to take back your power, your control over your emotional life and your emotional well-being. And looking at him, wanting him to be different, counting up all of his faults and why he's a miserable human being to you is not going to get you there. This is the work that's going to get you there so you can start feeling better and enjoy your marriage and enjoy this person who has been gifted to you and who is committed to spending his life with you. So I hope you find that helpful. This is the exact work I do with my clients every single week. So if you found this tool and this concept or even just the idea of something like this helpful, you will love working with me one-on-one. We will go in and week by week, you will bring all the things that frustrate you, all the things that cause you to feel negatively and act negatively towards your husband. And we will clean it up. I will give you tools. I will give you strategies. I will give you insight and perspectives that will be helpful in you not being so upset all the time. So if you would like to enjoy your life, your day, your experience of your husband more, I am the coach for you and I encourage you to go to my website. It's drshavon.com. It's D-R-C-H-A-V-O-N-N-E.com. Click the work with me button, schedule a complimentary call with me. We have a full hour to talk and get to know each other and to see if working together is the exact right fit and the exact right next step for you. Thank you for being here today. I will be back with you next week. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.